excuse me. Uh, you're excused, and hey everybody, welcome back to RPG Roulette, <laughs> the actual play RPG show where we are all the Game Master. My name is Keaton Sample, and on this show, I play a man named Dale Olson, uh, who is a washed-up vagabond who lives just outside of the town of Rusty Peaks, Utah. That's who I am. S -s yeah. Hey, everybody. I am Noah Jones, and I play a former outlaw by the name of Roy McCullen, who's uh, past is very quickly starting to catch up to him. My name is Hunter Wood. I play Dr. Scott Lewis. He's a doctor. You know that. And my name is Luke Howard, and I play Jasper Hughes. Uh, that was a weird rendition of his voice, um, <laughs> but we'll just go with it. Uh, Jasper is a smooth-talking uh, man who is uh, one of the new uh, sheriffs in town, and he's taking his responsibilities uh, very lightly no. as they just went and robbed a train. Stop. So. He's the Not... new sheriff in town. There's a cat trying to unplug my computer. It's it's trying to unplug your computer. She thinks that the wires are toys. Ah, so like in a Christmas uh, vacation. Uh huh. Hey, no. Hi. Stop. Uh, okay, Hunter. We have to get this out of the way because I need to know who of our characters is the oldest. Uh, because we both play old men, except very different old men. Um, okay. Scott is sixty-four. No. But I said the deal was 61. And I, uh, I've i been waiting for the day where I could pull the seniority card with Dale and be like, I know you don't think of me as like the one in charge, but I'm the oldest one here. I, <laughs> I just decided that. I think initially I had an age in my head, but I never spoke it into existence. And then I forgot. So then in that moment, I was like, once you asked me, that was the number that came into my head. So I said, "You it. wanted to be older than me because you heard me say sixty-one earlier." You. I mean, That's... I accept it. Okay. I think oh. Hunter had probably just been listening to the Beatles recently. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the Beatles have a song called "When I'm 64." In yes. case anyone was, I couldn't think of a joke fast enough, and then the crickets were there, and it was just like, "Oh no, yeah. oh no, I'm, I'm too late." Um, Although now I'm second guessing myself. How old's Jasper? He's like 26. Okay. All right. I guess we're getting the ages out there for everyone. Roy. I've always kind of pictured Roy to be about 28, maybe, maybe put, maybe 29. He's he's not 30 yet, but he's almost there. Wait, did you say Jasper was 26? I think so. Oh. Why? That's just younger than I imagined. I had imagined him as like late thirties, but I, I mean I don't think I've I, I don't know if I've ever said it. We can say he's like thirty five. I'm fine with that. I mean I he does not. He can stay twenty six. Just yeah, that's here's fine. the thing. In my mind, he had like thirty six. Twenty five to thirty five. I feel like there's not a huge difference. Yeah, that's fair. Now, if you were if you had been thinking like Jasper was in his fifties, I'd be like, what the heck? What, yeah, I wasn't thinking I, that. What yeah. am I doing to Jasper that makes you think? That? But like, I mean, anywhere in that ten-year range is probably like, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably how old he is.
we got a crystal that had a little girl inside of it off of a train. And then we, uh, our heroes were riding furiously away from the scene of the crime. It's, I mean, it's kind of a crime, but it's also kind it's of a rescue a if you think I w- about it. I would say that, um, that robbing a train is a crime. Uh, but we like, we did blow but, up the tracks. We but we rescued. Up. But we rescued a small girl in a crystal. That's true. But you. It also had a very ambiguous. Did he die on the train conductor? <laughs> yeah, Hunter saved him. But did you? That's. I mean, that's fair. We don't know whether or not he did. Someone four episodes from now, one of us is going to have police from another town up to rusty but anyway let's not talk about right now um i don't want to put ideas in y'all's heads how could you do such a thing there are no ideas in my head (laughs) okay good i'm glad that your mind is empty and that uh thoughts can form freely within it i have never thought about this podcast before oh i i mean i just feel like that's a lie just listen to his episodes (laughs) <laughs> ooh, 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 ow, ooh, ah. my bones. What game are we playing? Is this uh? I think we're playing. You hunt monsters. Says Yahtzee. Starfield, Starquest, Star. What's the uh? Starfinder. That's a Pathfinder Star Star one. Um, the five of you are furiously riding away from the scene of a crime, of a train robbery. Uh, you have with you, who did we say was holding, uh, the crystal? I think it was Roy, wasn't it? I think so. Yes. Let's just say right now it's Roy. Roy has the crystal. How are you, like, carrying the, like, I mean, it's a 12-year-old girl just can be small, but, I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a big purple crystal, so how, how are you, like, holding it? I think, like, what, what I've got is, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the horse, and I've, I've got it kind of, like, on my lap, essentially, like mm-hmm. long ways. Uh, so like I've got, and I've got like one hand under it holding the reins and one hand over it holding the reins. So it's, it's very awkward, but like I, I'm trying okay. to hold it in within my arms. I can I see that I have a though. question. We it's said it was way bigger than that though, right? It, it like, it's, it's like a coffin that this girl is in. It's a girl like, full-size normal i kind of had the idea that she had been like shrunk or something and she was inside like a giant thing or is she just like a normal full-size human well i think she's a normal full-size human but also a 12 year old human it can be anywhere from like three and a half feet tall to, to six feet tall you know like it, like i mean it's probably she's probably like four feet a couple inches um and i mean I don't know. I mean, you know, I doubt it's like a huge coffin-sized crystal. Describe the crystal. Let's get some details on this thing. I think Keaton did in our last episode. Keaton, was it a coffin size? Yeah, that's at least what I had said in the last one. Uh, that okay, was... but a coffin for a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, I, I... obviously, none of us have enough experience with this. <laughs> To to, to yeah, garner, I don't know what a to garner size. It's pretty big, but you could probably just tie it to the back of your horse. Ever played Red Dead? You, you can get some big stuff back there. 
Well, I feel like I feel like him holding it, like having it sitting on his lap, would probably be more stable than just like tying it on the back of a rounded horse's rear end. We'll say yeah. that it's very, very awkward. Like I, I am, I'm holding on to it, but maybe just barely. All right, cool. Good deal. Well, also, Roy, you just got done killing a couple wolves uh, that have been that have been following us to make sure we did what we were told to do. Um, so, you know, now having no ties that bind, where are we headed? It seems like to me we would go back to the town because Lavender was kind of a little bit outside of town. So, I think it would make the most sense for us to go back to town, try and regroup. So, regroup back in Rusty Peaks? Yeah. Unless anyone is opposed to that idea. No, that's that's kind of what my thought was, was ride back home and figure out what to do once we were in common ground again. Okay. Uh, I think Jasper would speak up and, and just says, well, if, if we're heading back to, to Rusty Peaks, I think that we... Um, I don't know, I just think it would be kind of weird if we rode into town with a giant crystal with a girl inside of it. I, I just don't know. Should we try to find maybe a way to, to hide it? I mean, I don't know if we want a lot of people figuring out or knowing about this. Well, I mean, to be, comp to be completely fair, this is the same group of people that saw uh, half of our townsfolk turn into animals and then go through a portal. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, that's a good point. If we wanted to put it somewhere, the O'Hara's had that house on the outside of town where we could hide it. That way it would be a little ways outside of town, but close enough we could keep an eye on it. Alright, let's go. Yeah, so the five of us, uh, that's, I mean, you know, the four main characters and Sarah, um, start riding. Uh, I don't remember how far away we were. It was about a half day's ride, I think. Um, but you all make your way back there. You're maybe a mile or so outside of town. You, you find this homestead uh, where the O'Hara's had taken up residence. Um, and you ride up, and sure enough, it looks empty. Uh, it looks like maybe some people had, had gone in and maybe looted the place uh, when they found out the O'Hara's were gone. You know, just travelers or maybe even some people from the town. But, like, the front door is broken open. Um, there's, a, there's a good amount of dust kind of everywhere, and... You know, there's some, some broken furniture. It looks like someone tried to f start a fire. Not, like, maliciously, but they were like, oh, it's cold tonight. We're hanging out in this house. Let's start a fire indoors. So they just, like, started a fire in the middle of the, the room and let it kind of burn and fizzle out. So, yeah, you guys are here. What are you doing? As soon as we get there, I'm going to uh, jump off the horse, kind of holding the, the crystal, be like, Jasper, you watch this. And I'll kind of... I don't know, awkwardly pass off the crystal to Jasper, uh, draw my shotgun, and kind of start checking through the house just to make sure that they're really that we are completely alone. Uh, Jasper, Jasper takes it in his arms. He goes, "Oh, uh, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a <laughs> toughness for him to see if he can like if he can hold it without like falling over." Okay, yeah, he manages. He he drop it in his arms. He goes, "Oh, okay. Uh, all right." Uh, he he takes it and he actually there's a there's like a couch over that was it was originally in the middle of the room kind of like near the fireplace but it had been pushed it back and it's kind of catty cornered 
uh, next to the stairwell, and he walks over and he he just puts it down onto the couch. Gotcha. Yeah, and then and then yeah, I, I'm just gonna start sweeping through the house just to make sure that we are completely alone and that there's nothing in here that needs to be taken care of before we, you know, reveal ourselves completely. Sure. Sure. Uh, um, can I? I don't know if how good of results I would get this, but could I kind of maybe do some type of check on the crystal to see if I can get any sense of, like, if the girl's still alive or, like, anything? Like, yeah, I'd say... Like, a rough sense of how she is. So you're trying to make a medicine check, then, on the girl? Yes. Okay, yeah, go ahead. That would be, I mean, that would be Frontier, I think. I got it. Or, unless it. unless hey, you have... So. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so you look in there and you. So, if someone were just inside of something made of glass and they were breathing, there would be condensation on the inside of the glass, right? Yes. There's no condensation that you can tell, like that's coming from the nostrils. Uh, her mouth is closed, but you like you can't. It doesn't look like she's breathing. Um, but it also doesn't look like there's any sort of decay on the body. It seems like to me she's she's in some sort of coma or trance. She's not breathing in any way I can tell, but she her body seems fresh and preserved. I th- I don't know what to make of it. So Roy, you're you're going around the house. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. you head into the I'd say what room do you head in first? Um let's build this house together. Yeah. So so we're we're in this kind of this main room. So I'm assuming, if I remember correctly, there wasn't upstairs. So I, I would think that I would immediately go up the stairs and start checking because I bet you there's one or two rooms up there. And so I, I would peek into one of those first. Yeah, you head upstairs, and there are a couple of bedrooms uh, that you know just have beds on them, the 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 sheets and comforts and stuff like blankets are are strewn about. Uh, one of them has a balcony um, that kind of opens in, you know, open air up balcony. Um, there, I mean, just like downstairs, there's a good layer of dust over any of the flat surfaces, bedside tables, um, fireplace, you know, um, what are they called? Mantles, uh, tables, stuff. Like, there's just, I mean, it's just dusty. People haven't lived here in dusty? probably, you know, a few weeks. Dusty Harris? No, oh. Dusty Harris is not here. There's not a there's not a layer of Dusty Harris <laughs> over every single oh, surface. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that would dusty. be that would be a grisly scene. Uh, this is just this is just a neutral scene. Mm. Uh, <laughs> nothing really good or bad about it. Just there's you know dust. Uh, yeah, so you, and then you pop into the next bedroom, and this one doesn't have a balcony, but it's just it looks about the same as the other. Uh, you check the closets, and you just see like. You know, some some clothes like. Did they have closets back then? Did they hang up clothes or did they just use <laughs> drawers? <laughs> like I'm I'm thinking about it. I, like in my head, I pictured my closet, which has like plastic hangers, and I'm like, uh, I don't even know if they. You know, I guess that, that is a valid question. But just <laughs> did they have closets back then? Yeah, like I'm I just don't. I don't did know. cowboys have closets? Did cowboys have closets? This is uh, a very right, important so- question to ask. Um, 
I feel you can, like you they can look up their clothes in like those boxes that they have on cowboy TV shows. Because like I have found, I have found a a Pinterest article called okay. Cowboys Closet, and it's a bunch of cowboy clothes. <laughs> I think that they did. I mean, it probably wouldn't be as big nor as elaborate. You know, it wouldn't be like a full walk-in closet. But I, I, I would assume that they would have. I mean, either that or maybe like a shiffer robe of some sort, or a wardrobe. Sure. When did hangers invent? <laughs> Question mark. Hangers, hangers. When did invent? Hangers. hangers when did invent? Um, did the, hangers win invent? Actually, so hangers? however, today's most used hanger, the shoulder-shaped wire hanger, was inspired by a coat hook that was invented in 1869 by O.A. North of New Britain, Connecticut. An employee of the Timberlake Wire and novelty company Albert J. Parkhouse Jackson, Michigan, also has been credited with the invention. Uh, so yeah, that was about uh, 20 years ago. Okay, but depending on when this house was built they might not have let's just say there are no closets they kept all their shirts and pants and stuff in in drawers and that there is a set of drawers and the drawers are sitting open and there are some shirts and pants inside welcome to rpg roulette where we are also (laughs) learning history today the history of the closet and hangers this is podcasting gold. You check the <laughs> drawers and the non-existent closets, uh, and you don't find anything of note. Just, you know, like, the place has already been picked over, it seems like. People have come and, and gone with anything that might have been valuable. So. Gotcha. Okay, well, yeah, well then, well, then I just head back downstairs. Are there any other rooms downstairs that look suspicious? Hey, hey, Roy, uh, Roy. Were, go ahead. Were, were there any closets up there? What the hell's a closet? Okay, good joke, everyone. Let's let's continue on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, there, there's a kitchen downstairs, and there's a you know you walk in and you're kind of like in the living room area, um, but there's also you know a kitchen and there's a dining room off to the side, uh, and there's like there's I think one other bedroom that's downstairs, um, but if you go and check out all those, again, you're not gonna you're not gonna find anyone. This house <laughs> looks empty and abandoned, and it is. So. Yeah. Well, after after I make my rounds, I go back. And be like, "All right, looks like everything's clear." Now, what if we could only hang our clothes on these like metal rods in this little like extra small room? Dale, we got more important things to worry about, such as a little girl stuck inside of this crystal. Okay. Yeah, hey, I'm on. I'm with Dale on this one. I mean, we gotta we gotta have a thorough conversation about it, what we're gonna do with our clothes at some point. Do you think that she's actually stuck, or do you think that maybe there's, you know, like a, it's kind of like a, a coffin or like a burial, you know, like like a mummy, you know they, you know how they like wrap mummies up in, in uh, cloths and, well, you know, pre- preserve them in that way. I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, you know, over the course of our <laughs> adventures, Dale, you've shown to have a, uh, probably be as in touch with kind of magic and that sort of stuff as anyone. Do you think you could have a Look at that crystal, see if you can get anything from it. Uh, okay. Um, so I, I, I just do want to reiterate from, I did say at the end of the last episode that because Roy looked for, like, an opening or anything, and mm-hmm. he was unsuccessful, it, it did not have yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, sure, I will come up. Uh, is there any specific kind of role you want me to do? 
uh, to examine it. With well, my what exactly eyes. are you are you trying to examine it? No, I think I'm gonna walk up to it and I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, hey there. Um, how's it going? And I'm just gonna kind of like put my hands on it. Yeah. So you reach out and touch it. Nothing. Nothing happens. She doesn't. She doesn't move. She doesn't react in any way. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, Lavender called it some. I mean, he he seemed to think it was some sort of power source. He said he he had it from a reliable source that there was, there was a power source, and and whenever we took it from the train, there was there was lightning and everything around it. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe we need to electrify it in some way. Uh, out of character question: What yeah, ever happened to the snarl brown? No. Yes, I Double want to thing. know. Um, what happened to the O'Hara spell book? Um, do I do believe that it did not go through, because I, I feel like we said something about... I, I, if I remember correctly, I think that we still had it. I don't think... It, I don't. I think I remember having that Roy had it at one point, but I don't remember if he still has it or not. If you didn't ever give it up, you probably still have it. Yeah, that's right, because you took it from Reed O'Hara, because you're like, well, you're going to let me hold on to that. Um, yeah, I don't think you ever gave it up. Cool. So, now... now the question like, is, the question is now, do you have it with you? Because it's a pretty big book, and I don't think you have a backpack or anything like that. Yeah, no, I don't have it, so I probably don't have it with me. Uh, okay, but then, I wonder if that old... Uh, O'Hara book would still have anything about this in here because this is definitely something supernatural. That O'Hara book sounds like the best idea to check out to me. Do you still have it with you? I think it's back at my my place in the in the boot shop. Would be my assumption. I don't have it here. Well, I'd say our best course of action is you and I should go get it, Roy. I mean, I don't I don't see a lot of options here, and that may be our best one. All right, so. Are the two of you just going into Rusty Peaks then? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Jasper says, All right, Dale, do you want to stay here and help me keep watch? Okay. All right. So Roy and Doc head out. Uh, you know, it's it's a short... Oh, well, also Sarah's going to go with you. Um, yeah, um, Sarah's going to go think... with you too. On the way there, I say to Roy, you know, uh, Lavender, he may, uh, he may have thought we might try, uh, try and do something to keep the power source away from him. He may be watching your, your house. We should probably be careful and not just walk straight in. Make sure there's no, uh, no one there waiting or any traps or anything. No, I, I agree. I think that, uh, probably would be best to scout out the area or maybe even... Send, send Sarah ahead. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, I can I can ride ahead and um, you know scout the place out. And just make sure there's nobody there waiting for us. Yeah, you do that. We'll we'll be right behind you though. Just if anything looks suspicious, give us some sort of warning. Understood. You you boys ride a little further. Just about five minutes and then uh, by the time you get there, you know, just going at a current pace, I should be able to get back and, and give you the news. And she goes, yeah! 
and sets her horse off. Uh, she starts galloping toward town. Alright, so do y'all do anything in the meantime, or do you just wait? Um, I think I, I just do what she said. I just kind of slow my horse down, or my mule down a little bit, and just kind of keep going at a decent pace. But I think I also, I have my, uh, not drawn, but I think I kind of have a hand on my pistol, just in, just in case. Okay. Would it be feasible, do you think, the to, uh, as we're riding along, for uh, Roy to pull out his bowie knife and a whetstone and kind of sit there sharpening his knife as he's riding, or would he fall off? Um, I, having ridden, I think that you can pull out a whetstone and a knife and sharpen it, given that the land around Rusty Peaks is relatively flat. Okay. I think that you've probably ridden a horse enough to just be able to hold on with your legs um, and yeah. sit upright. I think that's fine. Um, <clears throat> if this, if it were like super hilly terrain, maybe not. But yeah, I think going at a slow pace and given that the terrain is is pretty flat, then you should be fine. Yeah. So so, so as we're going along, he's Roy is very much deep in thought and is uh, sitting there sharpening his Bowie knife as we're riding along. Dale, do you and Jasper talk about anything? <clears throat> do we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with what Dale would be doing right now, honestly. Um, I think he's probably just like sitting there staring at the crystal, kind of silently. Yeah, Jasper pulls up a chair facing the crystal and takes out uh, a flask and takes a drink from it and then hands it to you. Um, I take it and I, I smell it. <laughs> it's it's whiskey, Dale. <laughs> uh, I take a tiny sip and I go, oh, and I give it back. Do you not? Do you not have a? Do you not drink? I mean, what's? Oh no, not really. I uh, I mean, I used to when I was a younger man and everything, but uh, I started having all those memory problems and I figured it would probably be best if I didn't. And it's been a little while. All right. All right. Well, I mean, if you have a good hankering for it, I've usually I've usually got something on hand. So he takes yeah. another drink and caps it up and puts it in his pocket. Jasper. Yeah. What do you think it all means? What do I What do I think what it all means? What are, What are you talking about? Um, he, I think he kind of like leans back further in his chair, or I do, um, and I uh, go, I don't know, I just, I lived a long, a long life up to now, and it was pretty simple, I was fishing and feeding Willie and eating, and I mean, the past, what, three weeks, I've seen people turning into animals, I've gone through some sort of portal, and now there's just this giant purple crystal with a little girl in it and I just I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around everything we got Willie back didn't we yes Willie's there Yeah, Jasper I think Willie is sitting in between you and Jasper and Jasper leans out and, and pets Willie between the ears uh, and he goes well I haven't lived quite as long as you have but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just seems 
Rusty Peaks is the only town I've ever known, and I don't know if things like this happen anywhere else, but um, if not, I'd say, in a way, we're somewhat lucky. Think so? Yeah, I do. You know, knowledge is a... Uh, Well, they say knowledge is power, and the fact that we know more than the average man about things that might go unseen or unheard underneath the surface, I think that, in a way, that gives us some sort of power, and I think it's up to us to to do with it what's right. Mm. Does that make sense? I guess so, yeah. Well, what about you? Do you think there's a deeper meaning to all this? Do you think there's a reason that all this is happening to us? I don't know. I I never thought there was much reason to life at all. It was just kind of existing. Making sure I could eat, feed myself and my dog, and then, I don't know, with Emmett and Rochelle and whoever this is, I'm... Um, I guess I'm gaining a bit of a different perspective about it all. Hmm. Different perspective. Well, if there is a reason that all this has happened, I hope we discover it sooner rather than later. Uh, Dale takes the whiskey and takes a bigger drink. Dale reaches into Jasper's pocket and Jasper like moves his arm up and lets you take it out of his pocket. He's like, it just shrugs. <laughs> Roy and Doc are right now paused, sitting at a little ways outside of town. You can see like the lights of the town and, and you can see silhouettes of the building and stuff. Um, and Sarah has not returned yet. It's been about 15 minutes. Doc, I'm beginning to think that she ain't coming back. I was just starting to think that myself. Um, I, th- I think at that point, Roy is gonna hop off of hop off of Don, and be like, "Come on, we better approach on foot." I don't think we want to draw any more attention to ourselves. And he's gonna start walking towards town, knife in hand, still. I get off assistant and I follow. All right, it is it is past evening at this point. It's I mean it's it's probably nine, ten o'clock uh, at night, so it's dark. Stars are out. Uh, there's a crescent moon up in the sky, and you guys are making your way toward town. Are you trying to be stealthy about it? Oh, yes. Awesome. Give me some wildness rolls. Absolutely. Seven. Six. All right, you guys managed to sneak up to Roy's boot shop, unseen and unheard. Roy, what's the name of your boot shop? I think that it's just called Boots. There's just a sign on the outside. It just It's a very simple... See, man it, a few words. Okay, it, that, it's fine if it is just called Boots, but in my mind, I always pictured it as McCullens. Ooh. Okay, so we're going to change it. And there's just a sign that says Boots on the outside. <laughs> but... Maybe in the, the window... Door, yeah, okay, like, on uh, the door. Like, like, on the door, there's a little plaque that says McCullen's boots. Because outsiders, <laughs> outsiders coming to town would just see the boots and be like, "Okay, cool, I can get my boots repaired there." 
but it is called McCullen's. Yes. It's a, it's a boot shop. Okay, awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys make your way up to McCullen's. Um, do you guys head around front or back? I, I think I'm going to head around back, especially because uh, the back would be, because I think I've described it like in an earlier episode too, that the boot shop is in the front and then there's a little mm-hmm. like room in the back that is where uh, Roy's living space is. And I mean, yeah. it's just like a singular room. Uh, but there's a door to the exterior there. So yeah, I, I think that he would uh, that, that he would go around and go straight into his room so that he could try to, you know, again, have, have as l- little contact with people as possible. And draw as little attention to yeah, him. Yeah, I, I think I think Scott would follow Roy because, like, despite the experiences he's been through, he's still sneaking around isn't really his best element, so he's just doing what River Roy does. Okay. Alright, you guys uh, walk up. Roy, you probably have a key, so you just, you, uh, there's no one at the back door. You walk up and, and you, you put the key, turn it in the door, uh, and you open the door up and it creaks a little bit. It's just kind of an old building, so it's bound to have some creaks. But you make your way inside. Uh, Roy, give me a uh, frontier check. Absolutely. That will be... What's my... That'd be six. All right. Uh, You don't visibly see anyone in here, in this, like, living quarters portion. Uh... But you do hear, like, a creak in the corner behind the stove. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put my hand back, because I'm assuming Doc's behind me. I'm going to put my hand back at him, look at him, put my finger up to my mouth as a shush. And I'm going to like make my way over there, holding my knife, and just kind of slowly walk over towards the stove, ready to... Uh, stab anything that uh, tries to jump out at me. Okay, give me another stealth check, or frontier check, or wildness, sorry, wildness check. Wildness. That will be a dirty eight. Yeah, you're able to make it over there, and um, no one moves from behind the stovetop until you're standing right in front of it and you see a head turn around the corner and is immediately surprised that you are standing there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to, like... Uh, uh, roll for initiative. Oh, oh, lovely. Okay. That's wiliness, got, right? Yeah, it's wiliness. I got cool. an 11. Whoa! What? Did you roll an 8 plus 3? Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Well, I got a 5. So All right, I so must Doc, have been pretty surprised myself if I got a five. Yeah, like, Doc, oh, there really you... is somebody there. <laughs> Doc, Doc is still standing in the doorway, but Doc, you're first. What do you do? Um, so can I see that this person isn't like Sarah or someone we know? Correct. Uh, give me a frontier check perception. Try to try to see who it is. Um, that's gonna be a six. Yeah, you can tell that it's a man. It's not Sarah. Okay, I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> All right, yeah, make a shot. Take a shot at him. Oof, I rolled a three. Uh, yeah, that's going to miss. So you, you take a shot off, and as you shoot, 
immediately everyone in town knows that something's going on. It's very loud. <laughs> and also, uh, this guy, like, like you see his hands, uh, one of his hands, like, goes up reflexively, uh, and he reaches for his pistol and the other. Um, do you want to take, like, movement or anything? Um, I think I want to kind of move up so that, like, I'm kind of, like, beside Roy instead of, like... Okay. Yeah, you move up, you move closer to him, uh, but he's gonna draw, he's gonna draw a pistol and take a shot at Roy. Yeah, so he hits, uh, Roy, you take a shot in your right shoulder. How badly am I hurt by this bullet? Uh, it goes straight through, um, so it doesn't, he mostly just hit meat, uh, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, like, knock you over or, like, stop you for an extended period of time. Um, it's a it's a clean shot. So. Yeah, having uh, been used to being shot, I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to uh, attempt to, like, push him up against the wall and uh, hold him there with the knife at his throat. Like, just kind of, I guess a grapple would be the closest thing. I'm trying to just, like, grab him and shove him up against the wall. So you can't actually grapple an opponent unless you land above an 8 on your accuracy roll with a hard hand attack. Okay. So go ahead and make a hard hand attack, uh, attempting to attempting to grapple, but basically what you're doing is you're trying to grab him right now. Gotcha. Okay. Trying to get above an 8 on your accuracy. Well, it's a good thing I rolled an 8. Okay, uh, nat 8. Let's go. All right, that'll work. Uh, so you're within range. Uh, so you you grab him. Uh, how do you like? Do you grab him by the like shoulders or like how are you? How are you doing this? And I, I have I have a pretty big knife in my right hand. And so what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go like kind of grab him by the front of his shirt and like just push him back against the uh, the the wall that's like right next to the stove. Just kind of push him there. And I have one arm like on his. Uh, left shoulder, or I guess it would be his right shoulder, but to me it's the left side, push him up there, and I have the knife pointed right at his face. What the hell are you doing in my house? Cool, give me a hard talk roll. <coughs> that will be... Uh, six. Awesome. Yeah, he goes, uh, he goes, Whoa, 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 wait, whoa, uh, Whoa! <laughs> you, uh... You caught me by surprise there. <laughs> you working for Lavender? Uh, he goes, um, No. No. <laughs> is he still holding the pistol? He is holding the pistol in his, in his left hand. Um, I think while Roy has him grappled, can I kind of point the gun at his head and say, I want you to drop that pistol, son. Yeah, you can you can do that. Uh, roll me a hard talk. Uh, four. Um, he points it at you and takes a shot. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Okay. So that hits. Uh, Doc, you get shot in the abdomen. Um, and you you stumble back a little bit. I immediately plunge the knife into his face. In his face? Yeah, I mean, I have the knife right at his face, and I was pointing it right at him. So, yeah, as soon as he takes a shot, I just stab him. All right, yeah, you, I mean, you, like, where in the face? 
Um, I think right in the right eye. Yeah, you stab him and freaking brain this dude. Uh, <laughs> and, he, like, his arms just drop, and he, like, he was holding himself up a little bit by his feet, and he just starts to fall to the ground. Yeah, and I just drop him, leaving the knife in his head for the moment. I'm going to immediately turn around and go over to Doc and make sure he's okay. Be like, Doc, you all right? Uh, where'd you get hit? Um, So I got shot in the, like, kind of like midsection, correct? Yeah, in the abdomen. Um, So I'm guessing that's that's not just like a flesh wound. There's a it's, lot of It's not ideal. There. Yeah. I, yeah, so I'm going to say after I got shot, I just kind of collapsed. And I'm now kind of laying on my back, and I think I'm kind of going into shock. So I don't, I don't answer. Okay. I have a Lovely. question. Um, um, go ahead. Because you said now everyone in Rusty Peaks knows what's going on. Do you think that Jasper and Dale might have heard the gunshots? I think that you, uh, let's see. <laughs> Gunshot, there's now been, what, three gunshots? <laughs> yes. I I don't know the range of like how far away you can hear a gunshot. Hold on. Google again. How it also I think the type of gun would also play into it. Yeah, I'm putting a a handgun shot can be heard from about a mile away. Yeah, Jasper and Dale hear it. Okay. Um then I I I would like to say that we started heading out cuz we heard gunshots. Jasper says, Dale, you, you go. I'll hang back and, and watch the go. Okay. Um, okay. Um, okay. And Dale starts running there on foot because he, he can't ride a horse. Um, <laughs> okay, you're, you're running with Willie. Yes, so I'm running with Willie. <laughs> At your heels. All right. Um, uh, okay, cut back to the, cut back to the, how, or, uh, the boot shop. McCullens. Uh you two hear the front door open. I, uh, I'm going to draw my pistol and I'm going to kick the, the door that leads into the, um, boot shop open and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You do that. And you see a very surprised looking, uh, rusty Harris standing there with his hands up. <laughs> well, what's, uh, what's, what's going on? Rusty. The doctor's, shot really badly do, 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 do any of you guys know any sort of medical anything do you have anybody who can help quick oh uh yeah miss no. davidson miss davidson was a was a nurse in, in our doctor's office in drag Gulch. here let's uh i'll go get her he runs out the door go uh doesn't uh, he it doesn't take him long to find her because you've attracted quite the crowd at this point gunshots going off in the night tend to um <laughs> In a small town like this, uh, so he he runs out, grabs Mrs. Davidson, and you get a couple of guys to walk in, and they start taking Doc Lewis to his own doctor's office. As that's happening, I I want to quickly rifle through my room and uh, one see if I can find the book, and two see if I can get any more information off of the dead body, and also retrieve my knife. I know that's three actions in one, and you can determine what order and how I do them, but those are the things I you, need to do. You walk over back over to the dead man. Uh, give me a frontier check on this guy. Yes. That'll be a nine. You 
even through the blood and mess, you recognize him as being in the Black Hand. Oh. You don't remember uh, a name, but yeah. you, you've seen his face before. Lovely. Um, all right, yeah, and then you, you walk back out and... Or you then turn and, and rummage through. I think that you probably kept this book in your shock drawer. Um, yeah. You know, so you, you open it up and you pull the book out. Uh, so you now you have this book. And you, what was the other thing you wanted to do? I'd get my knife out of the guy's face. <laughs> I thought you said three things. Get well, the yeah, knife, get things. the book. Get the knife, get the book, and see and see if I recognize the man. Oh, okay. Cool. We got him then. We we hit all three. Yeah, so you also, do those. Also, as I'm, as I'm heading out, uh, would it be reasonable that I would have some sort of bag of tools that I use to make boots with? Would that make sense? Would I have, like, a briefcase or something that I would carry boot-making tools in? I'm going to say that you have a satchel. Like, you, you don't carry it around usually, but you, you have it. Like, maybe you, you put some stuff in it when you were traveling here, just stuff that you owned. Um, so, yeah, you have a satchel that you can keep the book in. I'm, I'm assuming okay. that's what you're looking for. That yeah, yeah, for. no, I just I don't want to be carrying around this big, uh, creepy-looking book around town. I just need to make sure, sure but I want to make sure it's with me. Tell yeah, me, you've got a satchel that you're able to you're put the book down in. Just tell me when Dale gets there. I will. Yeah, I've got I've got that in mind. Yeah, All so right. then I do that, and then yeah, I I head to the doctor's office. Okay, you head over there. Uh, they've already got Doc out on his, on like an operating table, uh, and you see Miss Davidson is uh, Doc Lewis is sentient, and Doc, you are instructing her on how to get this bullet out of your chest. Or out of out of your abdomen, um, and so she's she's like, she's got like pliers and like tweezers, like you know she's she's like digging in there getting this bullet out. Um, but yeah, you you walk into this happening, and there are some people like in the windows like watching. Um, yeah, and then as this is going on, Dale, you run up and you see this commotion at the doctor's office. Okay, so is that like before Roy's place? Um. <clears throat> Before Roy's place, because I mean, I he's heard he's saying like what he have seen the is he was running to Roy's, but what have you seen the doctor? Yes, he, you're you're running to town, and before you reach Roy's house, you see the commotion at the doctor's office, and you okay. you even see Roy standing in the doorway. Okay, of the doctor's but, office. Yeah, I run up and I uh, I go, <gasps> Roy, Roy, oh. Dale, I, what are you doing here? I heard you give gunshots. Ugh. Yeah, uh, Doc was shot. I'm oh, same here. And I looked down at my bleeding shoulder. Uh, 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 you, okay? Is he okay? Well, take a look for yourself, and I, I, I point into the room and just kind of watch continue to watch doc instruct this nurse how to pull the bullet out of him doc hunter i don't know if you know anything about you know treating and dressing gunshot wounds but if you want to take a crack at it you can you can <laughs> instruct miss davidson sure i'll give it a go so i think i'm gonna start by saying like kind of what through and through scott's head during this time i think after he kind of like was in shock for a bit he kind of started to think, like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm the only doctor in this town. Like, this is it. And then, like, 
that that point they started moving him, and he kind of overheard people talking about that there was a nurse, and uh, someone was gonna try and basically get the bullet out. And at that point, he kind of kind of snapped out of shock, and he was like, you know, the person that's best like equipped to help her do this is me. So like, I'm either gonna like take some action here or I'm gonna die. So he kind of started yep. to kind of like come around uh, at that point she was getting ready to kind of operate and um i think you know he he started by kind of asking her like what she was planning on using and she showed him the equipment and he was kind of relieved when what she showed him was what was correct and was what you're supposed to do um so that kind of instilled him some confidence okay she is like a professional she knows what she's talking about um i think she's working and she's kind of getting to the end stage here all right, this is good so far. You just put a little more rubbing alcohol on. It's uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna sew it up here. You got the got the bullet out all good and good and clean. Let's let's put the final touches on. Uh, all right, Mister. I think I kind of I see. Uh, I look over and I see Roy and Dale kind of standing at the door. Dale, I Roy. Wait. Uh, this, we're, we got real lucky here, Miss, uh, Miss Davison, was it? Yes, sir. She, she's a real professional. She knows what she's doing. She, she saved my life, I believe. A lot of young boys believe in the too big for their britches down in Dry Gulch. I've had much practice. Well, thank goodness for that. Yeah, she, 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 like, sews you back up. She's, I mean, at this point, she's got the bullet out. She's dressed the wound. She's sewing you back up. Uh, from a from a GM point of view, what just happened <laughs> to, to you, Hunter, is when you tried to intimidate him to drop the gun, he rolled an eight, and so I was like, okay, he's, he's going to make a shot. And then I rolled again to see if he hit you, and he rolled another eight. <laughs> so I was, I was like, okay, this is going to do double damage. Then I rolled a D- D6 and got a six. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is what's happening. <laughs> so... Well, Honestly, goodbye, like, Doc. <laughs> you had just told me, like, Doc Lewis is dead. I would have just been like, yeah, that seems fair. Oh, <laughs> All right. Um, like, I, I thought for a second my character was going to die, and I was like, I'm going to have to make a new character. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, as, as you kind of, like, reassure me and I start to calm down, I, I look around and I go, Roy. Yeah. Where's Sarah? was about to ask the same thing. Did you see her whenever you were coming in? Oh uh, no, I uh I heard the gunshots. I looked at Jasper's horse, decided that was a bad idea. I ran here and uh yeah, this is the first thing I saw. This is not good. This is very very not good. Things are about to get a whole lot more complicated. Um after after that I'm going to look at Doc and be like, "Doc, how quickly are you going to be able to move?" Well, I'll be able to get up and walk a little bit here soon, but I mean, I'm not going to be doing any horse riding or fighting in the immediate future. Rusty, you look after Doc. You do not leave his side for one minute. Understood? Understood. Rusty puts a hand on his revolver and, like, posts up in the doorway of the of the doctor's office. Rusty, consider yourself a deputy. Dale, Come on, we gotta get back to the thing. And he kind of walks out. Uh, what thing? 
Let's get back to Jasper. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Yeah, and so, yeah, Roy's going to go start walking back into town. Is, is my horse still at, on the outskirts of town, or what, what happened to Dawn? Um, do you think that, I mean, what does Dawn usually do when you leave it alone? Does it try to follow you, or does it just kind of hang out where it is? I think, so, my, my thinking is, is that I've had this horse for quite a while, and so that this horse has run missions with me during the Black Hand days. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's trained just to s- stay near the area where I leave it um, so that it's – or to listen for a call and okay. just so that you know yeah, that it's, you know, it's if nearby. If you can see it on your mini-map, then you can whistle and yeah, it'll yeah, come yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, can, you can give it a whistle and uh-huh. it'll come to you, yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. 100% like that. This Nice. Red bet, red bet happens within the uh, Red Dead Redemption universe. Let's so not all, let's not make all that game cannon. logic, <laughs> all game logic applies to uh, to this series. Hey, the more we get shot, the stronger we get. True, true, true. It's also Dragon Ball Z logic. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, if that if that's true, then that means that Doc's gonna get like a massive power buff right here, like. His white hair Power turns level golden. Nine thousand. Heck yeah! All right, so yeah, you whistle, you whistle for Dawn, and Dawn comes galloping toward you. Up here, Dale, and I jump on my horse. Yes, I I join you. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys get back to the house. Uh, and Jasper is still sitting in there. He's he's lit a uh, he's lit a lantern, and it's sitting on the floor next to him. He's just looking at the crystal. Oh, hey, Jasper. Hey, Sarah, come back. What? No. What? What happened? Doc got shot by a member of the Black Hand. The member of the Black Hand is now dead, and Sarah's missing. But and he pulls out the satchel. I got the O'Hara book. Well, did you did you check for any tracks around your around your? Around your store? Did I mean? Did you did you find out where they might have gone? No, I, I I needed to make sure we got back here. I I needed to make sure if Sarah wasn't still here. I don't know. Everything went by too quickly. I wasn't thinking. Where's Doc? Back at his office. Rusty's Rusty. watching over him. I may have also deputized him. I'm not really sure how that works. Well, we can get that figured out later. What What should we do right now? Um, I, I think that Roy is going to walk up to the crystal and start flipping through the book and see if I can find anything about crystals or, uh, suspension, like suspension magic. Cool. Did we do a hoodoo check the last time we looked at the book? Yeah. Cause when I introduced the book, it was like, uh, like it was like in motion scribbly nonsense until you got a good hoodoo check. Then you could read it. Yeah. I think it's the same this time. Give me a hoodoo check. That will be a 13. Um, there's a lot of scribbles, but you're not able to make anything out. You're flipping the pages trying to desperately find something, but you just can't figure it out. I, I can't make heads or tails of this. Last time it just appeared to me. I, I can't read it. Yeah, D- uh, Dale, maybe you should take a look. I will. A thirteen is the highest I can get, because uh, I have a eight. Uh, I have a five on hoodoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But I mean, now, yeah, I got a, I got a twelve. Yeah, I don't think any of us are gonna be able to, to get it right now. Um. In frustration, Roy is gonna throw the book at the crystal. All right, give me a toughness check, I guess. That'll be <laughs> yikes! It's not an eight. That that's a uh, nine. You throw this this heavy, some kind of leather bound book. Heck, it might be skin. At this purple sarcophagus like crystal, it hits the top of the crystal with a thud. And when I say top, I mean there's a flat surface in front of this girl's face. It hits the surface with a loud thud, and her eyes open. Alrighty, yes. Hey, uh, let's get to that point we where we do the thing that we do on this show. Um, shuffle these names and let's uh, let's uh, let's spin that wheel. Spin, oh, spin that wheel. Wheel. Who's it gonna be? It me. It's Keaton. It me. It's Keaton. It me. Awesome. I'm glad. I have so many ideas that I've had bubbling up for the last like three episodes, and because uh, <laughs> it's been a while, I haven't done one since the uh, the the big showdown yeah. with the O'Hara's. Um, not not yeah, an extended. It's been a while. Good grief. We've done a split episode. Yes, I've I've been in the split one. Um, but all right, yeah, sweet. Thanks everybody again for listening to episode fourteen of RPG Roulette. Red Thank you so Bet. much. Um, this is actually thank you. <laughs> yes, we love you. Um, this is so the much. first episode we've recorded since our one year anniversary. You've heard one since then, but Woo-hoo! we recorded that before then. Um, so yeah, make, if you haven't listened to Traversal, we released that a couple of weeks ago for you but last week for us um there was a ton of fun to make highly recommend you go and listen to that it's a standalone story um that kind of does its own thing but it's got it's got insights and other things for the the keen ear yeah listener. give it a listen see uh we also have a patreon now hey uh so if you want to directly support us in the costs that go into making this show um feel free to do that you don't have to do that, of course. We're not going to lock any of our current content behind it. Our holiday specials are still going to be free for everyone. Those aren't going to become monthly bonus content or anything. And uh, yeah, everything you've been listening to so far, you're still going to be listened to. There's just some extra stuff if you want to go uh, help us, uh, you know, support the costs that go into making this show. Um, speaking of merchandise, though, we also have a merchandise store. We got some t-shirts. If you want to buy some t-shirts, it's on Teespring. You can find the link on our social medias, uh, which again, we have a Twitter, a Facebook, and a Instagram now, all at RPG Roulette. Uh, or you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash 
RPG roulette to find some 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 merch and merch. And then finally, the last big thing that we added was a Discord channel. Uh, if you want to hang out with yeah. other listeners of the show and us, uh, we have a Discord server now. Um, this is also you can link, uh, you can find the links on our social medias. Uh, it's a weird string of letters. I'm not going to read to you right now. Uh, but in here, yeah, you have a. Uh, you know, episode discussion, hang out with fans. We even have some game rooms. If you don't have like an RPG group that you have right now, try meeting some listeners and we've got some game rooms for you to play D&D or whatever you want here in our uh, Discord server. Um, but yeah, that's that's all the big new stuff. We are a year old, which I got to say, it's been an absolute blast mm-hmm. to have been doing this for a year um, thanks to everyone who listened. We've already grown so much. We have. It's been so great. And thanks to you guys who are here on the show with me in this live recording. Um, it's been a blast. It's been incredible. Aww. And uh, I look forward to the future of RPG Roulette. Thanks again <laughs> for listening. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to listen to the show. So you're already doing it if you made it this far. Thank you. Next best ways to tweet about the Good show with the hashtag RP no the hashtag roulette cast and you can find us on Twitter and everywhere uh, Instagram Facebook at RPG roulette um and uh, that's about all I got for you that's uh that's it thanks everybody we'll uh we'll see you again in one week with the next chapter of RPG roulette red bet. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that was a bad impression of Bye. Goofy. From, yeah, from... I mean, it was okay. I I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't gonna give you crickets on that one, but yeah, I, I can do a much better Mickey Mouse. There it is. Hey, give it to well, us. Now you have done Thanks it. for this listening. Is... Huh? Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> if you want to hear more of that, go and subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs>